Yes, guys, we are back. We the are. The boys, Jules, how are we? Hi, boss. Good. Everything alright, mate? Sharon? Yeah. Gino? Top of the world. <laughs> uh, welcome, guys, to episode two of the Jonah 101 podcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed episode one. We're going to get right into it today. Um, did you get up on the weekend, Jules? It's <laughs> a good question, man. Um, not much, unfortunately. Had a bit of an injury. Playing with you boys on Friday. Not wow. good. Not a good day. Wow. There's, there's actually been two bad news today, isn't there? Which yeah. we'll get on to a bit later on. But but yeah, just pretty much chilled out. Chilled. Watching on Netflix. Started watching that. Um. Oh, what's it called? Making a murder. No, the other oh, one. Um, missing out. Missing out, Julian. Murder. What's it called? Something on a hill. Oh, I forgot what it's called. The Haunting of Hillside. I think it's called. Or Hill House. It's good. It's all right, mate. Apparently, no. apparently it was really scary. Like, oh, there was all these. Oh, Can't believe he's giving shout outs already. <laughs> God, is it is it a TV show? Or is giving it? a shout out. Is it a TV show? What I was doing. Yeah, it's a Netflix original. Oh well. It was just apparently it was making people really scared and stuff. I haven't finished it, but. Were you scared? No, I don't think it was that scary. It's like it's decent, but it's not that scary. Apparently, people were throwing up and stuff. Oh well. Don't know where. Shane, what size are them Converse? Eight. What engine size, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what did you go to on the weekend, Shane? Oh, I just went back down to Canberra and spent, uh, some, ta- spent some time with me. Warren! And um, my cousins and stuff like that, so was, yeah. it's pretty chilled out, yeah, which is good. Love that. What about you, you do? Uh, oh, I actually forgot. Now, I played a bit of golf. Uh, actually got the new Call of Duty as well. What a game that is. Wow. It's hard, though. God, the people on Call of Duty are good. I get smashed on it. Pretty chill though with the wife. Uh, played golf, yeah. Watched actually um, Western Sydney Wanderers versus Sydney SC. Uh, shout, shout out to Hyundai actually who got me amazing seats for the game. Uh, yeah. Pitch side actually. Uh, pitch side seats, that was actually really, really good. It was a good game actually. Um, so yeah, I actually went with Carolina and watched the opening game of the A League and watched a bit of the W League too and obviously watched the Premier League. Um, what was yeah. that? What was the atmosphere like at that early game? Do you know what? It was good. Too. Was good. Yeah, it was good, mate. Honestly, that, I wish it was what I was. One thing that. I would wish is that is is that every game is like that in the A League. But but that's that's like the main derby in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, West, and, West and the Melbourne one. Better than the Melbourne one. No, um, but I think that one, like Sydney one, Sydney be bigger. Yeah, it was really good. You know, pitch was really good and. Um, both sides, both sides played good football, but Sydney FC on the day were just too good. Um, they, they, for me, they actually played really, really good football. You know, watching it there live, good atmosphere, um, and I think you know Australian football is only going to get better, hopefully. Um, but there was good numbers. I think there's over thirty thousand there. Wonder is that a good player? The new foreigner. I think he was number ten. I don't know where he's from. Uh, I mean, I'm making everything kind of happen for Andres because to be oh. fair Sydney FC were dominant in possession of the ball though. I thought um, the second half the Wanderers were a little bit on top yeah they were they had, they had little patches but again shout out to Hyundai for the tickets it was actually good experience we were watching the, the players warm up and um, just getting that feel for what it's like to to play play in front of that many people and play in the A-League so it was, it was actually good for us to take back for our sessions as well it, it, it always gives you when he, I always find when you go watch like live football mm. it gives you that like mm. want to go back and play you know what I mean like mm. it's like you look there and you're like oh I could be one day or maybe I used to be at that level you know what I mean it's, I've got a question for gives you a actually talking about that atmosphere that you're mentioning so obviously 
the main thing about football is talent, right? We talk about does he have the talent to make it or does he not, or does she not have the talent to make it, obviously. But putting talent aside, how important is it to be able to deal with the pressure of coming out into a stadium with what a whatever 40,000, 50,000 fans? Mm. That's a great you, question. And you have to perform. And I think at that point, it goes a little bit beyond talent. Yeah. It's all emotional. Jules, I'm going to grab me a drink because that is a massive question. Shane, do you want to go first for that? Because uh, Shane's obviously played at a really good level. Um, you know, you've, you've represented Ireland international yeah. level and played for Sheffield United. Um, I played for Wales for a little bit. and uh, You know, I'd love to be able to speak on behalf of players that have played at the top. Hopefully we can get a guest in one day that's played at that level. But Shane, anything from you on that? That's a, that's a good question from Jules. Yeah, um, that's something... Like, it's something you just have to get used to, I think. For me, um, I think it's it was um, more so when I played actually in the Irish Premier League was when I was kind of when we started to get um, kind of that atmosphere and stuff because we had the we had the Dublin derby which was Bohemians against Shamrock Rovers where mm. I mean like that was quite um, serious with the fans and everything like it was kind of hostile and you know any the the smallest thing if 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 you're done wrong the fans will be on you from both sides and stuff and it's something that I just think it comes with your experience as well but you've got to be allowed to, to get used to it there's too many players that go in and one or two games and they don't deal with it and then they might get thrown out you know what I mean they might not get back in again I think it's something that you just have to get used to and have to yeah and work it out for yourself yeah I agree with with Shane in a way that uh, you as a player you have to become um, used to that environment um, you have to throw yourself into that type of situation the more you throw yourself in those type of situations and you get those opportunities to do and play under pressure the better that you're going to deal with it as, as your career goes on um, but I'll be honest you know there's in my career you know you play those friendlies behind closed doors and you'd have a great game you know play this, exactly the same team with 50,000 people and it's a complete different game, you know. Yeah, it's it's about having that mindset for me. You know, players can have, you know, the the word talent gets thrown around a lot lately. You know, I, I use it a lot on my Instagram, um, but it's it means nothing if you haven't got that determination, that that drive, that professionalism, that mindset to go all the way. You know, we we work with a lot of talented players, um, but. It's so easy to call a player talented at nine, ten years old when really they haven't experienced what it's like, you know. I think part of development is obviously like obviously talent is the biggest thing, developing talent, technical, tactical, whatever it may be, but part of development is also developing the mental and emotional side of the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you get to sixteen, seventeen and you're potentially gonna debut, yes, you have to get used to an environment with experience, but oh. But obviously, like in, in the modern game, do you really have the time to get used to it? Yeah. That you're expected to perform as soon as you go into yeah. the first team or even into their reserves. So no, you, you don't have to have really. preparation but, already. But for me, that's the that's the difference between yeah the between, top, between the top, the top level because yeah, of course I've always kind of said technically you can there's not loads of difference between the top level and even the level below, say the championship or Premier League or one. It's just them players that. Can, can deal with that, that bit of pressure and that expectation of you've got to be 
at it week in, week out, you know what I mean? So like to be able to perform, for example, at training, you might be outstanding at training. Can you take that and do it in front of 50,000 people, sorry, and still perform the same? Do you know what? I think preparation comes into it. If you feel like you've had an amazing week of training and your confidence is high and you've got the right mindset, you should be able to do it in front of 50,000 people. I, I think if you keep telling yourself, I've, I've trained well, I've done this past 50,000 times, I've done this cross 50,000 times in training, I'm confident, I've had touches of the ball, there's no reason why they but, shouldn't do that. Yeah, but if you're if you're in that where it's quite hostile and stuff and something doesn't go right or you give the ball away That's where the and fans jump on you, then the training and stuff, that, that goes out the window. You just have to be able to deal with that, soak up that pressure and, and get back on the ball and go again. And, and that's where some people struggle. I, I know personally, I went, when I used to play in, in them situations, um, I found it quite difficult. Especially um, as a midfielder, obviously. I think yeah. as a midfielder, especially six or eight, like once you make one or two mistakes, especially if you're in your own half, sometimes I like to call it tunnel vision, where usually where you're so clear and you can see everything, but you start to make mistakes, you only start to see what's in front of you and everything becomes really slow. Mm. And you've got to be able to get yourself out of that within the game yeah. and start playing your natural game a little bit as well. It's a big question. It's a, hard one, it's a big question because I feel like that's what can make or break a player. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, we, there's, there's players in the Premier League that are not technically gifted, but they have that mindset. Yeah. And that's why they're playing where they are. Yeah. But um, for me as well, is I think it's a personality thing as well, Shane. Like, you know, if you're a shy character off the field um, and maybe you're lacking confidence off the field, um, what are you like when you step on the field? Mm. You know, what type of personality have you got when you do make that mistake and the fans are on your back? Or let's just say, let's, let's just say we put ourselves in, in some of our players now where there's only parents watching, there's not that many. You know, and they make a mistake. What's their personality like? What's their mindset like to try and put that mistake in the bin, completely forget about it, and make sure the next one's a good one? Mm. Um, I think that's maybe what let me down in my career as well. Um, I wasn't used to playing in front of that. You know, getting put in that situation mm. where we were in front of a a lot of fans. You know, I could maybe maybe ten to fifteen times I got put in that environment. So. For me, I don't think that's enough to train that um, as yeah. well. And I, I, I'm the same as you, Shane. I felt the pressure did, did, a lot more in them games. Who, what, what, who did you feel pressure from? Like, what, what was the pressure? Was it pressure of pressure from yourself? Pressure from fans? Pressure from your coach? No. What, 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 what was the pressure? Hundred percent. The um, the pressure wasn't from the fans when I was playing. It was more of a case of. I felt like I was just letting the team down. So that pressure would get to me, thinking, oh, I'm letting myself down, letting my team down. But also, I was just a winner. I hated losing. So I mm. used to get that fear factor of, oh, I might lose it and have a bad game. And yeah. back then, when I was 18, 19, 20, it used to ruin the rest of my week sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I was put in that environment enough for me to actually gain that experience and get used to it. Um, I suppose when players get that opportunity, they have to just take it with both hands, don't they? Mm. Uh, I think your first game says a lot about who you are when you come on the scene as a young player. Your first game set is, is big, isn't it? Mm. You want to try and impress and do well and take it from there, you know? It's a big question, that, Joss. It's 
Big, great question. Uh, yeah, anyway, God, yeah, that was amazing. Love it. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, got a lot very serious there, but we're going to go into something a little bit fun here because uh, this is our second episode. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of fun. I know the Premier League's already started and the A-League started last week, uh, but we're going to do our top four predictions of the Premier League and then at the end of the season, probably, I don't know, we might be about 30, 40 podcasts down by then, hopefully. Uh, we'll see who come closest so we'll start with the Premier League. Uh, starting. Kick us off. We might have to come back to this episode to remember, but I'm sure we'll remember what order we put in. Go on, Jules. First, second, third, and fourth Premier League. Go. I'm gonna go City to retain the title. <laughs> Liverpool second. Ooh. This hurts. Chelsea third. Yeah. I'm gonna get Arsenal. Arsenal fans to sneak into fourth. Arsenal there. love a fourth position, don't they? Oh, look, we're going to get back Just into the Champions, Champions League, boys. Yeah, I, 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 it's I not, fancy him. It's not bad. Surely Sh- we're going to be quite similar. Shane, I'll go on. Man City win. Best team by a mile for me. Oof. Blazer. I'm having Chelsea second. Oof. I'm having Liverpool third. And I'll probably throw Tottenham in for fourth. That's different to yours, yours. Yeah, it is very different. Oh, I'm going. I'm not struggling, man. Oi, I listen. Guarantee who's going to put number one here. Mate, if you're a Liverpool fan, you, just, you, you can't. You, <laughs> yeah. you cannot put them at the top. Yeah, but like, I wasn't. I could put Arsenal first. No, I fancy it. I fancy yeah, it. Liverpool are there, they're about. I'm only. Listen, I'm not one of them fans that's like, this is our year. Because that is like all the time. But... <laughs> yeah. That is you. No, it's <laughs> not. Last season, I didn't say I didn't say it. But this year, I fancy They're looking it. good. They're looking good. I'm going Liverpool. Uh. Man City to second, Chelsea third, Arsenal fourth. Arsenal better than Spurs at the minute. Yeah, Spurs so. at the minute from what I've seen minute, anyway. Yeah. But that that's our top four. Yeah. Uh, let's go A League. Let's go A League. Jules. Are we going top four A League? Top four A League. Yeah. We should really do yeah. top six because oh, yeah. it's playoffs. I'll, I want to do. I'll start us off on A League. Oh, go Shaz. I'll go. Sydney FC will win. Just from what I can see and from the players I have. I'll go um, Melbourne Victory second. Ooh. Newcastle Jets Ooh. third. Mm. And probably Melbourne City fourth. That's my guess. Jules? Yeah, that's that league's a tough one, man, because there's so many changes every year. But It does change a lot. Um, yeah, I agree with Chad in terms of, no, of first Sydney. Sydney, I think, is still mm. the team to beat. Best, best team by far, I think, at the moment. Um... Second, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Melbourne victory second as well. Yeah, just because they're the champions, aren't they? Supposedly. Supposedly, don't let's not get started uh, on that. <laughs> Third, do you know what? I'll back the Wanderers. I think once everything starts to tick on the Marcus Battle, they might be a little bit better. I'm gonna put them yeah. third. Jets fourth. So Sydney FC victory. Why the Wanderers Jets? and Jets? They did well last year, man. They yeah. played. They played good. I think they played solid. Yeah. yeah. One another part part wouldn't be too far off that. Yeah. Point. No. It's hard. It's hard. I think. Anyone yeah. yeah. Anyone on the day. This is why I think it's interesting that we do it. Um. I mean, obviously we've only seen one game, but I'm going Sydney FC. Again, just feel like they're a little bit, a little bit better than the rest, and play good football. Seem to work well as a unit as well. Um. I'm gonna go Melbourne victory second at two. Um. You know, just from the back of last season. Uh, third, I'm gonna go Melbourne City. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna pick their game up this who, year. Who did they get Melbourne City? What? Who did like marquee players or? 
Tyndin, mm. Mm. I don't know, obviously that's one of our leads. I'm going Melbourne City third anyway, and then I'm going to go with, uh, mm, probably going to go Newcastle Jets fourth. So, pretty similar. We could all be way off there though, because the league yeah. is just, it's, yeah, it's, it's all a, over it, the place. Whoever turns up on the day, really. Yeah, I think anyone <laughs> could beat anyone in that league, but I do think Sydney FC will annoy you. Well, anyway. One thing I find interesting about that league is that it's played throughout the summer. Yeah, I said it's that. I said that. And day. like, the temperatures get high. Even now, it's not. We're not in the summer yet. I mean, summer. No. No. And and it's like no, still no. in the afternoon. It's still quite hot on some days. And not just that. They don't even play at night. Like they have three p.m. kickoffs. Yeah, so it's like at high thirty. Do you know what? I think it really affects the intensity though that the players. That, like some of the some of the temperatures they play. They what, play in. What, why do you do that? Is it because there's oh. other sports on the Oh, it's in the summer, seasons? yeah, it's all because otherwise it clashes with the NFL. It's, like in a real, a lot of... It's NFL. Yeah. Let's, not, yeah. let's not get into that shame. Seahawks are playing. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it's a big point, to be fair, because I feel like it limits what the players can actually... The potential they can play at. I can't do it. I can't play in that heat. It's ridiculous. I think anything 30 degrees and above, definitely the body starts to struggle a little bit. And... Let's be honest. When you're fatigued, you you start to suffer mm. as a player as well. What what forfeit are we doing then for those predictions at what the end? Then, sorry, whoever comes last, like the furthest away with them predictions. Six yard back, eighteen yard back. Oh, suicide! <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, I'll have hopefully I have a foot by then anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favourite though, doggies. It's love throwing that, out there. How is the foot, Jules? Early days, boys. Broke my fifth metatarsal, guys. Fracture. Out for about six weeks. And how did you do that, Jules? Six v six coaches session. <laughs> we did the uh, oh, on a Friday. Friday special. Played a six v six with a couple of the older boys. A bit of a wild tackle came flying in. Huh? Wasn't a good tackle to be Wasn't fair. Wasn't great. Felt a click straight away. You know, you just know. You just know. Mm-hmm. Even though I was trying to stay positive. Yeah, yeah. Bit of Netflix and chill for Jules. Yeah. Catch me. Uh, That's not bad. Cash seven, me outside. Seven days a week for the next six weeks you're sitting on the couch. Spewing. Bit of FIFA like. Get all over Mike in the motor, by the way. Oh, you have to get on that, Jules. Maybe. No, it's an unbelievable problem. I just watched Bro- Brooklyn Nine-Nine, boys. Don't get me into making a movie. Um, Alright, we'll do suicide runs then for whoever uh, away. Just a quick note, guys. I actually forgot to say this at the start. Um, myself, Jules and, and Shane, uh, just want to send our condolences to... Everyone at Leicester City Football Club for the loss of their chairman and everyone else that was on board of that helicopter crash. Uh, obviously, it's been all over social media and the players, um, showing their giving their thoughts and appreciation. But tragic, tragic news this week about that, and terrible. It was that was horrible to be fair, and I think you put rivalry aside, football aside, and that means a lot more. So all our condolences to everyone at, at Leicester City Football Club and. The families involved in in the, in the in the people that lost their lives, so yeah, um, it's not not a nice thing. But we'll we'll get on with the podcast. Um, I think just on injuries, it's killed you that hasn't it, Jules? In terms of coaching, yeah, it's um it's funny because it's something that we've been talking about. Um, yeah. For what we do, obviously, it's very important that we're able to be on our feet to get involved a little bit in the session. So obviously, any any kind of injury does kill you a little bit and we have spoken about whether it's worth to still play considering that if one of us gets injured we can't coach so that was a risk prime example over here I don't think I'll be coaching for at least two three weeks and we've got a massive opportunity coming up in Brisbane haven't we yeah well 
We're race against time, but hopefully I'll make it. Hopefully, we've got we've got uh, we've been given a massive opportunity to coach in Brisbane, um, this month in about three weeks' time. We're gonna be working alongside Soccer Genius, um, in an amazing facility in Brisbane. We're gonna be doing an elite camp there alongside them and some one-on-one sessions. So hopefully, hopefully you're firing, mate, for that. Um, get yourself back. That's a, a another great opportunity for us. We're looking forward to that. Hopefully, Jules is ready. Have you, have you ever had any bad injuries in your career, Shane? Um, yeah, I, uh, probably the worst one, I broke my leg. What? Um, Did you really? Yeah, I broke my left leg. I have metal plates in my left oh, leg. Makes cool, that shows. explains that wooden leg then when we're um, coaching. <laughs> Absolutely well, wooden leg. I actually, I actually broke it the weekend before the season was starting over in England. And then um, it was probably the best I felt coming into the season. We just got a new coach and stuff. So the timing of that injury kind of killed me and it set me back pretty much half a season um, but I broke my leg and other than that I just I've always kind of struggled a little bit with my ankles bleeding yeah, into my ankles and stuff like same. that but um, not breaking my leg is probably the worst so for any anyone, for any of our listeners out there that are injured right now do you have any advice for them like when you go through you know such a bad injury like that what's the best way to um, go about it Biggest thing is to just try and stay positive, um, and obviously the way I kind of worked it was I just had like little goals that you take off, um, obviously with, with that with a, a leg break you, I was in a cast for a while, so I kind of had to do, couldn't do anything, but the minute I got that off, all I was thinking about was getting myself back on, and I just setting different goals of being able to walk by a certain day, and then being able to run, and being able to sprint, being able to turn, mm. different goals and working towards that will, will will make it easier, but obviously just trying to stay positive and, and stuff like that. I think injuries can actually define a player, can't, can't it really? Look at the amount of you know, past professionals the where bad injuries just completely ruined their career. Mm. You know, and sometimes it is just bad luck. But sometimes I truly believe that it's down to the mindset of the player, you know. Yeah. You've gotta like Shane say, stay positive all the time, get yourself back fit and I know that is a lot more easier said than done but there's a lot of players that can just have that wrong mindset and then well, I mean, it's, it's very easy it's to be easy yeah. easy for them just to bow out you know so if anyone's listening that's injured right now stick at it set yourself small goals medium goals long term goals and get yourself back out on the pitch doing what you love you know and definitely I think the big thing is coming back make sure you rehab it properly don't yeah, try not to come back too early or, or trying to push it up too early make sure you're ready when you actually come back rather than coming back early and then you might break down again and that's some people do that as well so obviously get yourself back and then get back on the ball yeah good good advice Shaz love that Jules love that what's your worst injury um, mate I've, I've had a couple actually big scar on your leg by the way yeah we don't want to yeah. show that but that, that was probably my worst injury what is that I had, so I was playing a little tournament, five, five, five aside in um, Central Coast. Went to block a shot and on the follow through, the guy's knee hit me. It was literally just like a cork, but my quad just blew up and it turns out that when the impact happened, an artery popped inside my quad Sheesh. and blood just shot into no way into all my quad, yeah. That's dangerous. Um, Did you go straight to hospital? Yeah, it's called a hematoma. So it's like a, an over-exaggerated blood clot basically um you obviously have to get an operation yeah 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 well i've got a scar the size of my entire quad and i was actually yeah i had to go to hospital they actually cleared me because they thought he was going to be fine 
had to go back in three days later, called an ambulance and everything because I was just in that's, unbearable pain. That, that's dangerous though. It was people, very dangerous. I could have... People, like, people letting people out and... and yeah, that's me. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's like... The worst injury I've had was I broke my cheekbone in two places, mm. went to the hospital, sent me home. Yeah, it's silly. Because what was happening was the pain was shooting down my jaw. Mm. And I was like, oh, my jaw, because I couldn't feel my whole face. It was just, I was in so much pain. And they were x-raying my jaw, but really it was my cheekbone. They sent me home. Two days later, Carolina was like, Lee, your mouth is ridiculously crooked. Like, I was talking like this. Like, <laughs> side, mouth side on. I was like, something's not right here. Took it back, went back. And they were saying that they were going to... Um, put some braces, like really advanced braces in my mouth. They still didn't notice that my cheekbone was broke. So that was and it was healing in the wrong position. Wow. And uh, he sort of like put his hand on the side of my cheekbone and there was a huge hole there. Oof. And he just went, yeah, we've made a mistake. You need surgery right now. And I went under surgery. I was out. I was out for the whole season and it's just horrible, isn't it? Not playing, but um, that's the worst injury I've had by a mile. I got... I remember I played, this was when I was younger, playing in a game and the keeper came out and kneed me on my ribs. And I can't remember. From, from a bad touch, yeah? <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a true ball and I went to flick it. A you true ball? Were you <laughs> running into, no, you were running for a through ball, were you? Yeah, I was playing number nine. Wow. I, 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 I flicked the volume and he came with his knee and just went straight into my side. And I think I fractured my rib. That's the worst, mate. And I mean, when I said I couldn't, I couldn't move that. People were coming over to ask me, am I okay? And I, I was saying, look, I can't, don't come near me. Because like, I couldn't like barely breathe properly because whatever way the rib was fractured, it was like leaning against me, kind of lungs mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was on the pitch for about saying an hour and a half before ambulance came. And something. No way. I, I honestly couldn't move. Like no one could touch me. I was in that much like distress. Guys, that is how important first touches. <laughs> Chained absolute just, trampoline. Just, just too bread. Just stuck my head in there where I get hard to touch every True, true ball. That nice. doesn't sound good. That injuries is is a tough one though, isn't it? It's part of the game. It's a big part of the game. I think you just have to like the first two or three days. It's all about just accepting the injury. You know, like you yeah. just hate life, but. Yeah, that's why Jules didn't mess you down. Yeah, we have a group chat and Jules, I, I thought he was dead. So we, we, we had to go knock on Jules' door yeah, this morning. Yeah. See I went to MIA for about two or three days. Your new girlfriend cheered you up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> oh, love it, lads. Well, it, is, it is good to have a girl in that situation. No, nah, it is. Let's be honest. Netflix and chills, straight up. I've never, ever had a, a muscular injury. Me neither, I actually never. Do you know what I'll put it down to? Just I put it down strength. to when I was young Just I used to do gymnastics oh she has that's what I put it down to and <laughs> I know for a fact gymnastics I think gymnastics <laughs> gave me a lot of stuff that I use in football in terms of balance coordination all that gymnastics. give us a demo now shall can you sing hung up the leotard <laughs> unbelievable she has a swinging of rings well honestly I've never had a muscular injury me neither, Shaz. Oh, that's because you're an animal, aren't you? Well, that, yeah. That's yeah. the best. You're a rouse packer. <laughs> Guys, everyone that's listening, by the way, Tekka's Tuesdays is back. What's going on, isn't it? Oh, I lost 1-0 today. Shane, I was in the least. Shane, can you just back me up, though? It was just one of them days for me, wasn't it? Oh, I, 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 hit, I, hit, the I hit the bar about Shaz. 10 days. Is your name Shaz? Tekka. 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 Tek
I'm saying all Dominic in, and Mabshaw. All in all, Lee, right? Sharon, if, Sharon, if I go if I go 2 0 up, it's a long way back for you. Listen, he won the last Texas Tuesdays. But it doesn't matter. That's it like goes asking. though because you won the series down. What series? Well, you're lucky I'm injured. That's all I want to say. <laughs> you're, you're lucky I'm injured. Listen, when you hit your foot on Friday, me, me and Shaz were like, it's just a big girl. And then he messaged us and he's like, I broke me foot. I thought, Honestly. Oh, God. Everyone, this, this probably says something. Almost everyone that I told I did something with my foot, to my foot, they were like, yeah, it's probably nothing. Yeah, you're just a big girl. Yeah, you're just weak. Exactly. Literally, no, an hour later... Broken fifth metatarsal. I couldn't believe fifth metatarsal. Not the first, second, third, the fourth, fifth, the fifth. fifth. The little toe. You know, and he and he's acting like he's dead. I'm joking. Bad. Joking. It was a bad tackle. Um, now, Techers Tuesdays is back, guys. Myself and Shane. Oh, Ch- Jules are getting involved when he's injured. Uh, when tune he's in. Huh? <laughs> Get involved when I'm injured. Uh, Jules can come and solve the when he's when he's fit again. Jules can go get the ball some more defence after me. That's it. Uh, yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I fell for that. Um, it's live on Facebook, obviously every Tuesday, and it's live on Instagram, and we're actually posting these these episodes on YouTube as well. Yeah. So uh, they're actually good crack. All, nah, all, all banter yeah. aside, I actually love it. It's, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. We just come up with drills, uh, obviously specific drills, fun drills, stupid ones, challenges, whatever it may be, and we just go head to head. Normally, I absolutely wipe the floor in. But I got beat today. I hit the bar about 20 times. Yeah. But Sharon was on fire with his finishing today. Uh, Sharon's got a decent weight on him, though. Oh, Shane. Shane. Boy, when I'm on, I'm on. Like, everyone, well, knows, today you like, on like everyone knows, everyone knows your, your techniques are unreal. Cheers, like, Jules, I appreciate that. But, no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is... <laughs> Go on, say it, Shane. Get out of Hey, that's because he's lo- he's still better yeah. from the last ten. But Shaz is like Shaz has a good whip on him. No, Shaz, me and Shaz have got high techers. I don't know, Jules. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Whatever you want to say. Nah, no, but, Jules but, is like but, a little but, but five yard bopper, isn't he? Just a seven. Round the corner. I'm just bop- a seven where he can touch and move play. But, but sometimes when you actually t- put the boot on, you just everything you hit. That's it. Mm. Go, and then sometimes you don't. You know what I mean? You just it's yeah. whatever way you feel. Yeah. Just on boot, shout out to Nike Football for sending uh, the right in front of us. They keep looking at me, they're so bright, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's uh, shout out to Nike Football who actually send us boots on the regular, so I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, just wanted to, wanted to do that one, boy. throw that in there. Wanted to throw that one in. Um, I think we're going to wrap that one up there. Just um, Shane, I go for it. Just make sure um, we want to try and do um, start to do a new part of the podcast where we spoke about the episode one was um, try to get some follower questions in so that we can get um, obviously get the questions in and then we can we can answer different different questions obviously from people that don't want to know a little bit about anything we do about Gerald's Misses or Lee's <laughs> Dolphin or it. I, I, it could be about anything um, Shane's life in Canberra yeah no one actually knows about Shane's life in Canberra no. But yeah, now nah, to just back up what Shane said, if you want, if you want to ask us questions, uh, you it's all going to be done via Twitter. So you need to go and one follow us on Twitter, which is at Jonah One on One. Tag our account and ask us any question you want. Um, it can do with football, it can be do with training, whatever, and uh, we'll we'll answer the questions. So any of our, we don't want to call it fan questions, do we? we no, want to follow call, follow questions. Yeah. Any of our followers at Jonah One Hundred One on Twitter, ask us a question, and in the episode three, we'll answer. It can be banter as well. 
It can be bad. Absolutely anything. Like, Jules, how's your little toe? <laughs> in episode three. Not great. Uh, so all of that is done through Twitter. You know, if there's any really, really good questions on YouTube, we might throw it out as well. Um, but we're going to be doing, uh, I think next week, boys, as well, we'll throw in a little quest a quiz or something? Should we yeah. do a quiz? Yeah. Let's do a, let's do a quiz on episode three. Um but we're really excited about these these podcasts. We're actually really enjoying getting together and they flow, don't they, Sharon? Yeah. We love it. Hop 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 is head of podcast. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to Tracy Jones this week as I gave Tracy me, Jones. I gave me dad a shout out last week and I'm sure she's a little bit jealous this week. So Ma, I love you. I know you're going to be listening to these. Shane, or anything from you to, to finish this one off? No. Catches again. Catches again. Jules? <laughs> no, good for me, guys. Peace, guys. That is uh, Jonah 101 Football Training, episode two. We're just getting started. Make sure you tune in next week to episode three. Peace. Yes, guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at Jonah 101 Football Training. And don't forget to tune in to next week's podcast.